Pretty excited about this one, if I'm going to be honest. We'll just jump straight in, shall we? Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast, where we explore how we can better understand our thoughts, feelings and actions, change our results, and feel less alone as we navigate this crazy little thing called life. My name is Emily Chabborn, and I recorded this episode live in my free Facebook group, Unashamedly Human with Emily Chabborn. If you're not a member yet, head to the show notes to join this global community and you'll be able to join me live next week as I record the next episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. Make sure you follow me on Instagram too, Unashamedly Emily, and enjoy this episode. Dear Em, this week you posted something on Instagram about trusting the space between where you are and where you want to be. Can you speak more to that, please? It really resonated with me. P.S. I love this podcast so much. You make these topics so relatable and fun. Oh, thank you. Please tell all of your friends about the podcast if you too love it. Um, okay, so that space between where you are and where you want to be. So first of all, let's define what that space is. Like, what is that gap between where you are right now and where you want to be? And that's a really important definition to make, and it's going to be different for everybody. For some of us, we will be in a place where we don't feel financially secure and we want to close that gap. We want to close the gap between not feeling financially secure and having a sustainable, reliable, affluent income. For some of us, it will be a gap in relationships. Currently single, want to have a boyfriend. Currently in a shit relationship, want to improve that relationship or even leave that relationship. Currently have a girlfriend, want to make her my wife. There is a gap between where you currently are and where you want to be. Sometimes it's a health gap. It can be anything, right? For the majority of the women that I work with, it tends to be that they want to close the gap between waking up in the morning and feeling like they're stagnant, feeling like they are sort of directionless. They aren't all, but a lot of them are in business for themselves or have a side hustle. And they wanna create a life full of time freedom, money freedom. They wanna have deeper connections, not just to the people around them, but also a deeper connection to themselves. They're floundering. And they wanna close that gap between floundering and feeling certain, feeling confident, feeling solid, and feeling really abundant. That's the gap most of the women that come to work with me want to close. And that can be dressed up in all sorts of ways, right? That can be languaged as I want a different relationship, or I want a relationship, or I want better health, or I want to get on better with my children, or I just want less stress in my life, or I don't want to be experiencing this level of anxiety. But that tends to be what the gap is. That's what I mean by the space. There is a space in front of you. And the reason I call it a space is that it feels like space, right? It feels insurmountable. It feels like it's going to swallow you up. It feels like you might not be able to breathe in that space. Because you don't know what that space is. You don't know what's going to happen when you step off. You don't know what's going to happen when you start taking different action, when you start unpacking your soul, 
when you start listening to your truest desires instead of just running around and doing things for everybody else, when you have to face some of the trauma that's been holding you back, when you have to start taking full responsibility for yourself, for your emotions, for your income, for your actions, when you have to leave that shitty, shitty job that's just been sucking at your soul, the idea of going out and starting your own business, asking for the sale, investing money in yourself and your education so that you can learn the skills and the tools that you're going to need be, to build the bridge between where you are and where you want to go. That's fucking scary, man. I get it. I'm doing it. I do it all the time. And any human being who is leveling up on a consistent basis, constantly asking for more for themselves, calling to learn and to grow and to evolve and to be curious and to try new things, any human being who is doing that is going to very often find themselves at the edge of what they know to be true, what they know to be comfortable, what they know to be familiar. And then there's gonna be a massive space between them and the next bit of where they're going. Now, a lot of women will stand at that edge, look into that space and go, nah, fuck that. And they will make excuses and they will stay the same. They might moan about their results they might feel hard done by. They might try and find another human being to pin it on. Well, it's because of my kids, it's because of my husband, it's because of my age, it's because of my parents, it's because, it's because, it's because, it's because. But ultimately, the real reason is because they haven't cultivated enough self-trust and faith in themselves and in the universe that if they step into that unknown space, that they will be okay. And that's what I want to talk about today. So if you're watching this on Instagram, on my Instagram channel, Unashamedly Emily, or if you are watching this in my free Facebook group, Unashamedly Human with Emily Chadbourne, <clears throat> excuse me, um, then please just let me know if this resonates with you as a topic. Throw in some love hearts, chuck in a couple of emojis, smash the like button. Um, I would love to know. Hi, Em. I've had some major aha moments this week. Grateful for you and my fellow hubsters. Yes. So what the hub does is it's a container. It's a coaching container where you can learn the skills so that you have the confidence to step into that space between where you are and where you want to go. That's what I specialize in. I specialize in helping women close the gap between where they are and where they want to be. And we do that by unpacking your stories, working out what your limiting beliefs are, understanding fear, using fear to help us take movement and action instead of being bound by it, working out what your boundaries are, learning how to have the confidence to assert those boundaries, deeply connecting you to your soul so that you've got an internal wisdom which knows which direction you need to go in. That's the work that we do in the hub. And that's where you close the gap. So that's what the space is. is when, I, when I refer to this space, trust the space between where you are and where you want to go. If, like me, you love reading cool stuff, listening to interesting interviews, and hearing funny, quirky stories that feel really relatable, then sign up for my famous Friday emails. 
They're jam-packed with awesomeness, and if you sign up and you're not into it, you can always unsubscribe. Link in the show notes, and I look forward to being in your inbox on Friday. It's Friday! Why is it really scary? Let's have a quick look at that. Um, and then I'm going to give you four ways in order to, to, for you to cultivate that trust so that you can start closing that gap. You can move into that space of the unknown. But why is the unknown so scary? It's a very basic survival mechanism is that your brain wants to know, it wants guarantees, it wants to know what's in front of it. It wants to know what to do with what is in front of it. It wants to predict the future because the more it knows, the more likely it is to be able to keep you safe and keep you alive. In this wonderful, amazingly efficient piece of equipment that we have that helps us navigate safely through life was really, really, really useful when we were traveling in tribes and we were being hunted and we were hunting and we were wearing leopard print, but not in the way that I'm wearing it now, <laughs> like in a straight, straight from the back of the animal kind of thing. Really useful for us to try and predict what might happen, assume that what might happen could be dangerous so that we are on guard and we have a higher chance of survival in the wild. These days, that technology in our brain hasn't changed, but our environment has dramatically shifted. And so our brain is still trying to work out what might happen, assume the worst case scenario, so it can be prepared for that worst case scenario. But these days, the worst case scenario isn't death. It's not, oh, if we pretend like that saber-toothed tiger isn't staring us down, oh, maybe we should do something about that saber-toothed tiger. Really useful. But in today's society, it's, should I do that Facebook Live and talk about this product or service that I'm selling? Should I say no when I mean no instead of saying yes because I'm more worried about what you think of me than I am about what I think of me? Should I take some of the money that's in my savings account and invest it into my personal development so that I can learn how to cultivate that trust with myself, so that I can take bigger risks, so that I can make change, so that I can know I'll always be okay? Now, our brain is going, oh, don't do that. I'd like you to stay exactly the way that you are now. And I'm going to give you all of the possible scenarios as to why this might go wrong because that is more likely to keep you staying the same. And when you're staying the same, I know exactly what I'm dealing with and I know how to keep you alive. So we need to learn how to override that ancient system in our brain that doesn't necessarily serve us anymore. You need to learn to distinguish between fear and danger. Danger is, <laughs> that lion looks pretty fucking hungry and it's looking at me dangerous. Fear is, what if I try and I don't get it right? Fear is not going to kill you. What I have observed in the years of coaching that I have done is that women get to the edge. They begin to feel discontent. They begin to feel like time has passed them by. They begin to realize that they are moving through time at a pace that is quite confronting now. They don't feel that kind of like young, free, fancy free. I'm in my 20s, I've got time. And everything begins to feel a bit stagnant. Everything begins to feel a bit heavy. Their soul begins to feel a bit tired. They're not doing anything creative. They're not generating the income that they want for themselves. They thought their life would be something completely different to how it's turned out. And that's the edge. 
That's your soul going, come on, let's jump, let's do something different. You don't have to stay in this toxic relationship. You don't need to stay friends with these toxic people. You don't have to stay in this toxic environment. And we get to the edge and then we stand there and we go, look at that sea of the unknown and our brain goes, fuck no. And we don't go through the process of getting curious about that fear. We don't question it, we just accept it. We just go, oh no, oof, but no, oh I couldn't, oh I couldn't go and retrain. Oh, I don't have the money for that. Oh no, I couldn't, oh no, I could And we just convince ourselves to take a step back from the edge. We try and convince ourselves that our lives are fine, that it's okay, that we shouldn't really ask for more. We've already got enough, we've already got more than most. I don't wanna lose what I already have, so I'm just gonna stay here. And if you resonate with that, let me know, because it does not have to be that way. So that's the reason that it's scary, because it's unknown and the unknown is risky. It's scary, I get it. So how do we learn to cultivate this trust? How do we take that first step into the unknown? How do we begin to cross that space between where we currently are and where it is that we wanna be? Even if we don't have a clear set visual on where it is that we wanna be, sometimes we just need to summon the bravery to go, I know it's not here. So I'm gonna start taking small steps away from where I am. Would you like daily text messages of support, positivity and love sent personally from me straight to your phone? Then sign up for Wake Up With Em. It's the affirmation service you didn't know you needed. The first month is free if you follow the link in the show notes. Good morning, you're awesome. The first thing I think is that you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that is a skill that you only learn by doing. You're not gonna learn that by listening to me. You're not gonna learn that by reading a book. You're not gonna learn it by doing a free course. The only way that you learn to be uncomfortable is to put yourself into uncomfortable situations so that you can create reference points of when you didn't die. I picked up the phone and I made that phone call to that lead. I even got a no and I'm okay, I'm still alive. I said yes to that public speaking gig and I'm still alive. I asserted a boundary today and I'm still alive. I spoke my truth today, I'm still alive. And this is what we call a tight butt moment. When I say we, I mean me, <laughs> me and all of my angels, uh, call it a tight butt moment. It's that feeling when you're about to do something that you don't normally do you're about to act with a confidence that you don't actually have yet. And it makes you feel like you're about to shit your pants. So you have to clench your butt cheeks together really, really tight to make sure that poo doesn't come out your bum. Because you're like, oh God, I've just said yes to this thing. Or I'm going to go to this networking meeting or I'm, I'm going to approach that person that I see at yoga every single week and see if she wants to go for a coffee. Because you know what? The gap that I have is I'm a bit lonely and I want to make some friends. I have to take the action to close the gap. So you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Start embracing those tight butt moments. Instead of feeling tight butt around something and going, oh God, no, I don't want to shit myself, so I'm going to move away from it. You go, I want a tight butt, so I'm going to move towards it. The other thing that I have noticed recently that I actually do 
and I've been doing it for a while and I don't think I've really had conscious awareness of it until recently is um, I physically put myself in quite uncomfortable positions. I really push myself when I go to my bar classes or when I go to the gym or when I run. I don't take Panadol or painkillers if I have really bad period pain. I breathe through it. And that's not because I don't think that you should have Panadol or painkillers. Sometimes there's absolutely moments in life where they're really necessary and really useful. But if I can, I will breathe through that pain because what I'm doing is I'm cultivating a conversation with myself, which is this will not last forever and you can handle being in discomfort. You can handle being in discomfort, Emily. It's okay, this won't last forever. That means doing that extra round of squats at the gym. It means waking up at 5 a.m. to meditate. It means having a cold shower in the morning. I purposefully put myself into physical situations where I have to convince myself that I will be okay because I'm building reference points with myself of when I am okay. So get comfortable with being uncomfortable. We do that by physically making that happen for ourselves, but also by saying yes to opportunities that scare us and learning how to speak our truth. The second thing is you work out what is holding you back. And this is where the hub work comes in or similar kind of work to the hub. You've got to know what your fears are. Like what scares you? And why does it scare you? And who taught you that fear? So the number one rejection, which every single human being, even Oprah, has is the fear of rejection. And there's some really interesting research coming out about the fear of rejection being the ultimate survival technique of the human being, because if we were being rejected by our tribe, by our pack, then we were facing certain death because you can't survive on your own in the wild as a human being. And so we are wired to pick up on signals, very subtle signals that we don't even have conscious awareness of that somebody around us doesn't like us. And we are biochemically then wired to feel very anxious about that. So knowing what is going on for us neurologically, biochemically, and knowing how our environment has shifted so that that's not always necessarily relevant for us is a very useful technique to being like, hang on a minute, I got a no in business. I'm not going to die. It's okay. I'm going to do more of that uncomfortable thing. I'm going to cultivate this understanding that no's are okay. So what fears are holding you back? And there'll be all sorts of fears of failure, a fear of success is a massive one that women carry unconsciously. Depending on what their money paradigm is, what their stories are around money, a lot of women fear success because they don't feel like they can be responsible with money. They don't think they should earn more money than their partner. You know, there's all sorts of stuff that goes along that is unconscious for most women until they sit down and do the work and invest in themselves to, to bring conscious awareness to what was previously unconscious to them. And then the second thing there is your belief systems. Like what do you believe to be true? If you don't believe that you are worthy, it's gonna be really hard to trust yourself and take a step off into that space of the unknown. If you don't believe that you can be in a loving, kind relationship, if you believe that making money is hard, if you don't believe that you are worthy of success, it's gonna be really hard to take that step. So it's really important that you identify your fears and beliefs, you know what they are, you know yourself, so that you can transcend through them 
so that you can take the action that is going to be necessary for you to close that gap between where you are and where you want to be. The third thing is building trust in yourself. And this is all about learning about integrity. So consciously and purposefully creating opportunities in your day every single day to prove your own worth and your own trust to yourself. And this strength of integrity will not only help you feel certain in yourself, but you'll begin to notice because whatever is happening on the inside is reflected on the outside. You will begin to notice that other people around you begin to trust you a bit more and they begin to just become quite attracted to your level of certainty. And this is all bred from integrity. Integrity is the stuff that happens when nobody else is watching. Integrity is not me showing up and doing these lives every week, week in, week out, because that's an external thing that I'm doing, right? My accountability is you guys that I rock up every week and do these podcasts. You're my accountability. My integrity is waking up at 5 a.m. No one gives a fuck that I'm awake at 5 a.m. meditating. You wouldn't even know if I was awake at 5 a.m. meditating. I could tell you I was and I wasn't. But I know. It's like saying to yourself, I'm going to go to the gym today. And then you don't. A tiny, tiny little bit of trust with yourself has just been broken. It could be insignificant. But when you do that four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times a day, and then you do that seven days a week, and then you do that 365 days a year, you end up realizing you don't trust yourself at all. Integrity. You have got to learn to trust yourself. And that is a skill that you cultivate through action, through your self-talk, through moving through your limiting beliefs and through healing your own past trauma and pain. It's about leadership. Like leadership isn't about telling other people what to do. Leadership is about demonstrating to other people what is and is not acceptable in your life. It's about boundaries, boundaries with self, boundaries with others and respecting other people's boundaries in return. This is about learning how to stop people pleasing. It's about learning what your own needs are so that you can make sure that they're fulfilled and not just your basic needs of survival. I mean, like, where are your creative needs being met? Where are your social needs being met? Where are your intimate needs being met? These are all important things to build that sense of self, which you then learn to love and trust. And it's a process, right? It doesn't happen overnight. It's not a magic pill. If there was a magic, if I had a magic pill, don't you think that I might be a little bit richer than Oprah right now? There's not. It takes commitment to the journey. And then the fourth thing is you have got to learn to trust the universe. And before you're like, oh my God, that sounds so wonky. Like, I don't mean you have to like start showering yourself in crystal water every morning. Or you can, if you, that rocks your boat. I don't even know if there's such a thing as crystal water. Surely someone's trademarked crystal water. Surely. Um, but what I mean by trusting the universe is, and again, you can do, you can, this is an exercise that you can do like right now. You sit down and you look back in your past and you go, where has, where do I have reference points, evidence, right? Where something really shit happened and I was like, well, that's it, my life is over. And actually it turned out to be okay. Or actually it turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to me. That redundancy got me out of that talk. I would have never left that fucking shitty job if it wasn't for that redundancy. Or I'd still be in that unloving relationship if he hadn't left. 
these are all reference points of the universe being like, no, follow this path. No, that's not the path for you. And when we respond, when we have a clear pathway between our mind, our heart, and our gut, these are our three brain bodies, right? We have three uh, areas in our body where we have brain matter. The one we talk about all the time is in our head, but we also have a heap in our heart and we have a shitload in our stomach. And when these three bodies are in alignment and we can hear our intuition, even when it sounds crazy, invest that money, leave that job, marry that person, go on that random trip, when we can follow our intuition, I promise you that the universe will support you. And if you're not following your intuition, even though it might hurt a little bit, the universe will move things around you to try and get you back on path. So that's what I had to share with you today. How do you begin to trust that space between where you are and where you wanna be? Number one, you get comfortable with being really uncomfortable. Number two, you work out what's holding you back and keeping you on the edge. Number three, you have to cultivate and build trust in yourself. And number four, you have to look for reasons that you can trust the universe. That's it for today's episode. I trust you loved it. And remember, you can join me as I record these episodes live. All of the details are in the show notes. If you love this episode, I'd really appreciate you sharing it on your socials and please tag me, Unashamedly Emily. You can also share it through Spotify and if you're listening on iTunes, then please rate and review. It really helps other people find this valuable content. And as always, nothing beats a good bit of word of mouth. So let your mates know all about this podcast. If you're interested in joining my global coaching community, the Unashamedly Human Hub, check out the link in the show notes. See you in the next episode and keep being brave.